Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your man, Ethan, back here on the mic on this fine Thursday. And I'm here by, once again, another guest host. Where the hell is Kemper? Actually, I know where he is. He's celebrating his wife's 40th birthday. Congratulations. Great milestone. Enjoy your time, but still, do some work. Anyway, a new guest host. We had Jason on Tuesday. And today, we have had someone that Kemper and I have talked about a lot. And, you know, oh, wow. I've had a lot of long drives in the car with this man. It's one Kyle Siegert, the Will McAvoy to my Mac. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't live with a 15-year-old girl being the toughest guy at my desk. You're talking about Lisa? Yeah. She's 26. They all look 15 to me. Slow. Are you sure about this? Not at all. From, yes, the newsroom. If you know this show, I'm impressed already. Uh, it's a very minute reference, but this is actually one of the shows that Kyle watches. Kyle, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Yeah, buddy, I'm here. Uh... I don't know. want to know what uh, has been talked about, but we've done a lot of fantasy football talks, so let's just yes. keep that going. Yeah, so now well, you have been a, a frequent uh, topic of conversation, whether it be from Nate Burleson and right. Lion Pick. So, so since right. we already broached the subject, we already broke the ice here. Let me get your thoughts, because I know you're a huge Matt Stafford fan. You're a huge L.A. Rams fan. You think they're the tops of the program. So let me just hear just for the audience a couple minutes of your thoughts on one Matty Stafford and this Hall of Fame wide receiver right. he's had in his career. Stafford. I mean, I so I mean my I think my take on Stafford is he's obviously a great quarterback, right? I, oh, here can't, we go. You can't well, let's just I mean uh, the the uh the preview of this is I'm not saying he's a terrible quarterback. What I'm yeah. saying is that he's been having he's been having uh phenomenal pieces around him since he came into the league. So I mean whether it's Megatron, the, the aforementioned Burleson. I mean, I think, what was that? The uh, Who was the, the best number two wide receiver that QBs had? I think I had Burleson up there for a while. But You did. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I mentioned Megatron, uh, Burleson. Uh, I feel like that's Golden Tate. Yeah, that's right. He was also the, the number two guy there for a while. Uh, I just feel like he's had a lot of number one draft picks around him. Uh, I mean, I feel like they were drafting a running back every other year. They were. And um, I guess my my take on it is, is what? He was the second or third highest paid QB in the league for a while there. Yeah. And, and what did he do? Uh, you know, I think I always compare him to a, I don't know, a Rodgers or for a while there. It felt like, who did Brady have? Nobody. He had nobody. But, yeah, he was still winning. You give all these people this defense. Well, I had better defense, yeah. But it, the problem that the Lions had were, in my opinion, were not – the defense always, it was the offense. I mean, they couldn't necessarily keep up. So, okay. uh, I mean, he had good stats because he was always playing from behind. It was like, you know, four touchdowns down going into the fourth quarter. But that being said, <laughs> which uh, is, he, which is funny because uh, I was just watching, we were you watching the Monday night game, the Broncos. I caught pieces of it. I didn't watch First the whole thing. The Broncos should never be on primetime anymore allowed. But, you know, they kept showing the stat, like uh, the most fourth quarter comebacks or like, excuse me, the second most. And they would always have, Matt Stafford. <laughs> I mean, he was, there was like, was there two or three years there where it felt like he was coming back and winning when they were, I guess it would have been like the Caldwell years when they were nine and seven or. Yep. They were always know. just like just above mediocre. Just right. Like right there, just right, right there. Yeah, I think the one, was it like the one year like of their eight wins or something, six of them were come behind or it was something crazy like that. I don't oh, remember yeah. the exact stats, but I mean, he he's a good quarterback. But, and I think after you get beat down as much as he did, as many sacks, I mean, I always uh, rip on the the Lions because they never play hurt. That's a guy who played hurt, right? So, yeah, <laughs> for, I mean, his offensive line was bad for a lot of years there. So, I, I, it's not like I, 
uh, wish him ill, but I you right. know, when he when he went off to the, to the uh, to the Rams, he made some comment about how it was like nice to be around a winning team, and it's like, Ooh. come on, Stafford, like you're the guy that got all the money. You should be the reason you guys win. Don't say that you're you know you're on a non-winning team. It's it's mostly your fault. But haven't you seen that AT and T commercial where he loves his old phone for twelve years and right, right, his new phone, but he'll never forget his old phone. Yeah, so, I mean, I, it seemed like Detroit was pretty split on him. I, I think I heard a yeah. lot of people saying either they want him to win or they want him to to lose. And for me, it's like as a Lions fan, you want him to lose because you get a higher draft pick. Which I think, <laughs> True. I think right now I heard that do the Lions right now have the fourth pick in the twelfth pick? Is it? Is that what it is because of the Rams? I think so. Yeah currently because they're not sitting very well because they're, they're no. what three and three right now so right yeah uh well it's funny i guess since i've been back on my second tour of duty here in michigan it's interesting to see now like since he's gone that you do you see that divide you know when i was here before it's like oh kind of more of your mindset like like he's good but it's just so disappointing so annoying and now that he's gone it's like you still have those people like no he was great we screwed him over but then it's like no um it's, it's interesting to see that divide but yes uh, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the ownership and the GM for a while there. At the same time, I mean, I think he uh, he should have done a little more with what he had there for a while. So, we'll talk about uh, you love guys playing hurt. You must love DeAndre Swift. I mean, come on. He's just... Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just <laughs> anyway, every <laughs> every year they're they're running back gets hurt. It's like let's go draft another. I think I heard the other day they're talking about needing to draft another running back. I'm like, yep. Well, I loved. I think it was even last season. Um, <laughs> they had they were down to like their third or fourth string running yeah. back, and like you tell me that this dude they just picked up off the street is not is better than Carry On Johnson. Like, why are yeah, we just exactly? Yeah, weren't we talking about that? Yeah, I mean, Carry yeah. he was a first round pick, wasn't he, or was he second right. round? First or second? Yeah, he was, he was a first round right? pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so I remember that. Yeah, they caught him at the beginning of the year, I think it was, and yeah, they were onto like their practice squad uh, running back or yep. you know off the street, somebody who wasn't even playing on a practice squad, <laughs> I think. And it's like, yeah, what are you doing cutting carry on Johnson? Nice. But now we're playing, you know, guys nice. that were Wayne State uh, security. Guys. Well, I think that's that was Bell, right? Was it Bell? The uh, joke, the joke Bell, right? Joke yeah. Bell was the Wayne State security guard before the Lions called him up or something and said, hey, Sounds you need a running back. So. so there you have it. Just Kyle's lifelong of uh, Lions struggles and condense into a few minutes. So that's right. We appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. you getting the, uh, the insight. Now everyone knows because, again, we've talked about you, man. Now we can hear it from your mouth. And it's direct from there. But, uh, hey, let's talk about a little bit of kind of what's going on around the league. Uh, just a couple injury updates. I mean, we talked about a little bit on Tuesday, people getting banged up. But but now kind of as you're getting ready to set your lineups, especially with Thursday night. So uh, first is Rashad Bateman. He's still a little bit questionable for week seven going into against Cleveland. I mean, he's just been banged up. Clearly, Lamar Jackson needs something. Although I did see uh, a crazy stat that he is currently top four in rushing yards. And that's including all running backs. Wow. So. Maybe they don't need someone to throw to. He'll just run it every time. But, Kyle, tell them what your your favorite point is about running quarterbacks or mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, right. I mean, this is the debate I think we have every single time. Uh, <laughs> I just – I don't think you can win with them. I, I just yeah. – I mean, Lamar Jackson is exciting. I watched that game last – oh, they play the, the Chiefs, right? Was it the, yeah. No. No. Uh, who did they play on Sunday? I was watching they that played game. The Giants, didn't the, they? Was it the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. The Giants, yeah. Um, watching that game, I it was – you know, he's exciting, but, you know, I think yeah. for when you when you get in the playoffs, I think um, you come up against teams that have good defenses. And I think any good defense can figure out how to, you know, stifle a running quarterback. I, 
I just I've never been a fan. I think we we debate all the time who was the most successful uh, running quarterback. And, yeah. I mean Cam Newton that one year, right? I mean hit, yeah, he had a, MVP, had a, yeah, amazing year, but still didn't win the. But then it's two. just a huge drop off right after that. After yeah. two years later, he's gone. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. But we can all agree, Steve Young, the mobile quarterback himself, Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Anyway, moving on, <laughs> talking about a non-mobile quarterback is Sam Darnold. He is probable for Week Seven. Is he going to be the savior in Carolina? Is he the man? <laughs> so that's kind of going to be interesting. I mean, that's just going to be a freaking—they're just salvaging all their pieces right now. Where's Christian McCaffrey going? Uh, Russell Wilson. We talked about him. He is questionable with a hamstring now. Like. Maybe that's fine. Maybe that's better that he's going to be hurt because whatever he's that's doing. Right now. I, I can't decide on that one if it's like eventually, you know, it's like, uh, you know, regression to the mean, it feels like, where it's like that team's got to get better. I keep right. thinking, you know, buy low on some of those guys or start playing them. But man, so would you look, trade for Russell? Because who's your, oh, you got Joe Burrow in your league. So you're I Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. You're I mean, earlier in the season like he's quarterback five right now i'm just saying he's yeah but well he's had two probably two good weeks and the other ones have just been meh i, I mean <laughs> i do i do feel like though i mean in terms i was thinking this week like i feel like i need to make a trade mm-hmm. uh, jamar chase and, and joe burrow i feel like are gonna have uh a few good weeks here but i might mm-hmm. i might sell those guys in a couple weeks because hi i mean now's the time i mean their stock is going up right now because it's going up yeah yeah so i mean if you were to sell them which i would not recommend uh now would be the time but so anyway russell questionable uh sammy watkins coming back to green bay uh i hate sammy watkins he's always good for like one good week and he's always on your bench for that one good week that's right but i mean cobb is randall cobb is out so aaron Rodgers needs someone to throw you uh i was pissed because i need a I was thinking I needed tight end this week because Pat Freermuth is still questionable, but it looks like he's going to play. I was trying to pick up Bob Tunyon, man. He was the only one getting thrown to in the other game, so uh, I did not that's get. A, that's another course. dumpster fire over there. I don't know about <laughs> Green Bay, but they might make the they might miss the playoffs, man. It is highly possible. Um, okay, so this is unfortunate for you. Jonathan Taylor is still questionable. Yeah, um, but looks like he's going to play, right? That's what I thought you were on the phone read... with him because he was your keeper this year. That's so right. What, what is the reports coming out of Indy for you? I think he's playing. It looks like he's good to go. There's to uh, give him some rest. I think um, okay. I, got, I got the inside scoop. My uh, uh, my boss at work is a uh, Colts uh, ticket uh, season ticket holder. So I asked him today. I said, "Is he playing?" He goes, "Yep, he's playing." So, <laughs> yep, he's um, playing. Yeah, so I think I'm good. I, you know, I honestly I thought about not even putting him in my lineup though because he uh, you, you can't man. You know, as soon as you don't, he's going to blow you up. Right, I know. That's you the thing. That. And the thing, I think that team is maybe making a little bit of a turn right now. Is, uh, yeah. is, is you know, Matty Ice there? Is he starting to turn it around? Maybe they're going to be halfway decent. I don't know. But As I was saying on Tuesday, like he is now, I think, second in yards behind uh, uh, behind Josh Allen. So Josh watch Allen. out. Matty Ice, he could be coming. Uh, okay, so inside scoop. You heard it here first. Jonathan Taylor playing and a must start on Sunday. Then uh, Tua. Oh my gosh, he's as uh, Coach McDaniel says, he has a laser focus. And is he going to be coming back versus Pittsburgh, defying all medical odds and and recommendations? Sounds like he's going to play. Uh, what do you think about Tua? Is he going to be picked right back up or what? I don't know. You know, it, like they made such a big deal of it. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger injury than what it is. So, right? uh, you know, it, it, to me, it feels like it's awfully too soon for them to be, you know, shredding up their uh, concussion protocols. And now it's like <laughs> he's completely fine, ready to go. But, um, yeah. I, he seemed to be playing good. You know, I think I told you before the season, you know, Waddle and Tua were kind of two guys for me that was like, I feel like they could have, you know, some breakout years. And yeah, no question. Um, if it wasn't probably for some, yeah, maybe his injuries and just some, you know, 
bad luck, it seemed like, with, with some of the uh, games they had. I feel like they're in a pretty good position right now. Okay. So, yeah, hopefully we'll be back. Michael Thomas and Saint, and Saint Saints. I can't, I'm about to say St. Louis in New Orleans. He's out again, expected to be back week eight. I mean, they're just a mash unit in their wide receiver core. So, I mean, he's been out for two years anyway. This is just kind of adding to that. He's just annoying. He's on my bench, and it's annoying. And then finally, kind of what's going on with Melvin Gordon? He was basically non-existent on Monday night. It is bad graces, whatever it is. I mean, do you is he on your squad? I can't remember. Did you? He's not. I have uh, I have Williams. That's right. You um, have Devontae. I couldn't remember yeah. who Melvin too. Yeah, and I don't. We don't have an IR, so I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do with him. He's, is he up for the year, or is he going? Is he going to come back towards the? Hey, yeah, yeah, towards ACL. He's done. He's done. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, um, I wasn't keeping up with that, but yeah, but I, I thought I, Melvin was going to be the guy, and and he was not at I, all. I was I was in the same boat because you know I think early in the year I was like you know you I think you were the one that suggested for me to draft him. I was like oh, man I don't know Melvin Gordon though. I mean you know, with Russell how much he runs I right I, I didn't know if he was going to get the but then when I when he went down I was like all right I'm going to go after Melvin and was I, I was trying to get him yeah, and he was already picked up in my league but uh, I'm kind of happy I didn't now so it's kind of so. it's so. weird so yeah he's a big question mark we'll kind of see what how he progresses um. I mean, again, that team is just in shambles right now. So, yeah, those are kind of the big names, big updates for uh, coming up for week seven. Uh, so I want to give a little update on our pigskin pick'em league. So, hey, yes, Kyle is in this league. And, uh, again, he started off pretty shaky. Not going to lie. <laughs> first week was rough. Then my middle weeks were rough. So uh, although last week, week six was kind of brutal for everybody. I mean, there were ridiculous upsets across the board. Um, we all kind of went with one that the other person didn't. So we all kind of evened out. We That's all true. ended up with eight picks, uh, eight picks. Correct. So no movement in the standing. So Kemper's still out in front. He still has a two game lead in front of Kyle. You made it all the way back up to second place. Uh, and then behind you is Leslie, that dirty jalapeno herself. She's one game behind you. And then I am uh, two behind Leslie. So I got some work to do. Uh, I was, I was, what was your upset? Did you had, did, oh, you had the Pats, right? Did you take the Pats? I took the Pats. So that's why I was the only one to pick the Patriots. But uh, what was the one? Did you, I was, you freaking picked the commanders. commanders. You don't like the commanders, do you? After they burned you. I was like, come on. I was like, there's no way anyone picked uh, Freaking Kyle, he would pick the commanders. You know, I think the little bit I haven't watched a lot of them, but um I feel like I've been impressed, you know, at times with them. So I feel like they're the team that could jump up and get somebody. Um impressed with what? I, I feel like, like they hanging around, but just not being good. Well, I, I think what I feel like when Carson Wentz has a good day, I mean now he's out, right? He's how long is he out for? But four to six uh, weeks. Yeah. Yeah, four to six weeks. But I feel like when he has a good day, uh you know he's a he's a decent quarterback. I mean, I think. Do you have McLaurin again this year? Or I, you, no, I did not. I okay. did, I stayed away. I stayed away from all Washington this year. Yeah, I, I have him, and it's like it's kind of a hit or miss, you know, situation right. with them too. But, but to tell you the truth, when Heineke comes back, that might be good for Terry. I mean, I they were pretty good last season right. together, so right. that might be just what they need. Just again talking about, I was talking about when Cooper Rush comes into Dallas, you feed your horse, like you feed your guy, CD, and so. When Heineke comes in, you feed your guy, feed Terry. Like, why wouldn't you? So maybe that'll kind of make the difference. I but, think, uh, uh, I guess I really like Dotson too. I mean, so he's good, but he's been staying up. Oh, is he not playing this week? I think that's, I need to check that out. Stat okay. will get on that for us, but okay. I thought he was out. He's a Penn but, State uh, guy, right? That's your, he is a Penn State guy. Yeah. He's good for them. He was, yeah. everywhere. But the other Penn State guy who we'll get to a little bit screws me over, but anyway. Uh, so why don't we go and make some of these picks, man? So how it's worked is, you know, I'll make a pick first, then you go in with yours, and then we'll flip flop. All right. So usually we don't get to see your picks live. Yours yeah, there we go. 
I think you listen to us and then you pick yours based on ours. That's I never tough. have. After you told me that, I I, I definitely uh, thought about doing it, but I've I've never I've never watched before. I uh, <laughs> play, so fair. I like the integrity. All right. So, so am I picking for tonight. myself or am I picking for Kemper? No, this is you. This is, this is me. your picks. Okay. Yep. So I think uh, I got them locked in online here, but. Uh... <laughs> uh, all right. So starting with tonight, Thursday night matchup. Finally, it looks like it's one where touchdowns may be scored. Oh my uh, gosh! How Saints brutal. Score. Going to the Cardinals. Who you got? Uh, um, let's see. Who am I going to take? I, you know, so I've got uh, um, on my bench. Uh, I've have I have Hopkins, and I'm thinking about starting him. So yeah, yeah. you do too, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So I think I'm going to get him started. Um, what is realistic amount of targets? How much can he open up? You know, I think that's another one where I would never bet. Kyler and the um, and the Cardinals to go far, but I feel like they have a very good offense that's underperformed this year. Yeah, and I just I think they're going to break out. It's similar to you know the kind of the conversation we we're having with maybe a Green Bay or with Denver. Where it's like they got to start playing well here. I think I'm going to take I'm going to yeah. take the Cardinals. Okay, um, you're going Cardinals. Yeah, and again, it's just the Saints are still so banged up for me, and that's kind of the 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 key part. And I mean, I know they got Kingsbury and and Kyler locked up for a few years, but this has to be a must win game because. First of all, the Cardinals are always that team that falters in the second half. And so the fact that it's the first half of the season, something's got to give. I feel like I know Hollywood went down, but I was I've been waiting six weeks for DeAndre and I'm hoping he can show it. So I too I'm I'm going with the cards here. It's probably a lot to ask week one, but we'll see. It is, but they need it, man. They, they, need, they it. need it. Um so I'll let you throw it to me if you want, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got, uh, Falcons, which, uh, I've always been high on the Falcons, even uh, through the Matty ice years, but uh, I'm taking my Bengals. The Bengals are my, uh, my team right now between, uh, Jamar and, uh, and, uh, um, Joey B. Joey B. Jeez, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay. who, who you got on that one? The Falcons, man, are just, they're pesky. And it's those, those teams. It's just, they beat the 49ers last week. They've been hate. There's not been one game where they've been blown out or anything like that. And you wonder why or how this is without doing anything with Kyle Pitts. Ooh, does something just update? Do I just get a million dollars? Um, <laughs> so I don't, you would think automatic, like I know 90% of the world is saying the Cincinnati Bengals, but I don't think it's that easy. Um, and the Bengals have just been so up and down themselves. And yeah. this is honestly harder than it should be. I'm going with the Bengals because they should win at home. But I mean, Mariota just has it just being a steadying force. It's, I'm not comfortable with it, but I'm going with the Bengals. The Bengals clearly have a Super Bowl hangover, right? I mean, it just either no that crap. or they, they figured they the teams have figured them out. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, just they haven't done, you know, the, the offensive fireworks that you kind of expect. And, you know, talking about money line picks, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the money line on this one, but I think maybe I would take Atlanta here, but. I'm, I'm sticking with the Bengals. Um, oh, I don't think that it's, you know, Drake London. I really like him. I feel like he's fallen off here in a little bit. I think uh, yeah, it seems like they've going. turned. Yeah. They've turned to the, they've turned, do you have him too? I do, man. You have like same, same, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like they've turned mostly to the running game, you know, mm -hmm. from Atlanta um, and Mariota's played pretty well, but not throwing the ball very well. And I think no, that's the difference. Throwing. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. I think Cincinnati is, is bound to kind of break it loose. So I'm, I'm sticking with them. Yeah, but yeah, I just do not feel. Oh, doctor! Oh boy, here, here we go! Here we go! Your Lions going to the Cowboys with Dak back. What's going? To, what's going to go down? Well, I you know I think here is another one where it's like 
how quickly does the uh, sports world turn on a team? I mean, it yep. just felt like just the other day that everyone's going like, yeah, the Lions are one and two, but they're going to be good. They're, people are talking 10, 11 wins. And, and now all of a sudden, saying that? oh my gosh, it's, you got to listen to the sports radio on around here more. I mean, that's people are. <laughs> oh, here's all, the huge show. I don't like that guy anyway. Well, I mostly listen in the morning on, on 96.1 and, you know, there's okay. a lot of guys calling in and saying, you know. Is that even, bros? Is that that bros, is? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what was that week two – or, yeah, when they lost to the Vikings, right, when they were out – that was – They should have won. Yeah, yeah, that was week three, right, I think is what that was. Yeah. Or week four, whatever that was. But um, I feel like even after that loss, people were still really high on the Lions. Um now how quickly does this turn? I mean, what, 9% of the picks here for the Lions? <laughs> and for the Cowboys, I mean, they played well, but, I mean, Dak's coming back. Are they expecting him to pop right back in, no problem, and, and, and play well? It is at home. Um, like- I, you know, you got to go with the Cowboys because it's unrealistic here to, to think that the Lions are going to win this game, you know, on the road. But yeah. it's just funny that to think that it's this lopsided. I, I would have thought, you know. It's just surprising, just lopsided with with the with the second string quarterback playing in the last few weeks. Dak coming back, it just it seems a little bit closer than this. Yeah, but at the same point, the the Lions played a second string quarterback in Bailey's happy. True, that's and true. Got yeah. shut out. So honestly, like I was high on the Lions too. Like with the top rated offense, yeah. all that, I was had such high hopes for him, and just they were fun to watch. I now have Jared Goff. He is my starting quarterback right now. So I was like, okay, let's do this thing. And then again, that that game against the Patriots was just so deflating. I called that one, right? Were we together before that, that one? Yeah, I, I picked the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> you freaking picked the Patriots. Uh, so I think emotions are going to be running high for Dak, and he's got to show. Because honestly, there was some chirping about Cooper Rush saying maybe he should stay the guy. So I think he's going to come out and kind of show or try and put on a show and say, hey, this is my job, my team. So unfortunately, it's going to it's gonna hurt the Lions there. But we'll see. I mean, your Lions got to show something, man. Colts and Titans. I like this one. Uh, this one, I think it took me a long time. I was thinking about this one. I mean, Colts three, two, and one. I feel like their record maybe looks a little better than how they played, but also the last couple of weeks they've had some. I feel like they're definitely a little bit of a role. The Titans, I feel like, is uh, Henry finally getting that train going again that he's playing better. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I don't, again, it's one of those, I don't understand the big discrepancy in the percentage of picks because, I mean, the Colts are playing better. The Titans are, you know, they're 3 0 since our own two start, but it's not like they've been setting the world on fire. No. Uh, it's at home. The fact that, you know, good thing we got your insider knowledge about JT playing, yeah. but you were a little nervous with him. But man, this is, this is a tough one. And this is a huge divisional game for both teams. This is kind of, obviously, let's be honest, it's who's going to win the division here. Um, man, I'd honestly, you know, if you were Kemper, you know, Kemper's be like, come on, man. This is my team. Tighten up. <sighs> is, you is know what? Near, who's picking first? You? Uh, yeah. I'll go. I'm going to go Tennessee, but again, not feeling great. Just because Matt Ryan, the only annoying thing for me, I had him last year in our, our do it bet board and he would have great games and then just completely drop yeah. off. And that's my only thing that I'm nervous about is that he just, he had a great game last week and he might drop off and it's in Tennessee. That I think is the slight difference. So I'm, I'm going Tennessee. I, I like that pick. I mean, I think, again, I think Derek Henry is getting that thing going again. Uh, I, I think he's going to probably have another good game. Uh, the Colts defense has been good, but at the same time, yeah. I think it's their numbers are the same thing as their record. Their numbers seem better than than they actually are. So I'm going Titans, but okay. um, yeah. Going Titans. All right. 
You're, I know who you're picking in this matchup. <laughs> your, your commanders. Against Did you guys give me some kudos at least for that pick? You know, when I, guys, mean, uh... I guess. I mean, I, I should have known because you hate Justin Fields with a passion. Oh, it's terrible. I should have known. And Kemper love loves him, him, doesn't he? He does his time. Oh, he loves him. Loves him. Uh, he might be off that train now, but he Is does he? love Justin Jeez, Fields. terrible. So anyway, your commanders, so just lock it in already. Click them. Just let me hear that click. No, I'm going Green Bay here. Again, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, it just feels like, you know, they're going to – they've looked bad. I just – you know, yeah. it's possible that these guys miss the playoffs. Um, I think Aaron Jones is probably going to get it going. That's another guy that I think he was one of my draft targets. Um, yeah. I kind of looked at numbers here the other day. Uh, not great, but not terrible. I just feel like there's – just, just middle. Yeah, just middle of the, middle of the road, I mean, which I feel like is a lot of the running backs this year. Is yeah. Really it's been Wasteland. But, yeah, but um, I'm going Green Bay. You're going Green Bay. Yeah, again, it's with wild, wild wins, as you said, if you get them on a good day, they might threaten you. They might challenge you and like, oh, crap. But now the fact they've got all this off-field drama with the owner potentially being ousted and all these yeah. reports. There's just why is there just always drama in Washington? Uh, but yeah, they're they're kind of a dumpster fire too, even though Green Bay is not like they're not on fire, but I'm gonna go Green Bay. Uh, as he would say, relax. So we're we're relaxing. <laughs> Yeah. Is Rodgers still a top eight quarterback? <laughs> Fantasy wise or just skill wise? Uh, I would say just in the league. Uh, is he still top eight? Man, he would probably be eight. So, probably yeah. Right around there. You, you got to go with the, the top eight quarterback, then it feels like. I mean, yeah, that's true. Over Taylor or Taylor Heineke Favre, whatever we called him last year. So, yeah. Right. So we'll go with Rodgers. Oh, the Bucks, Bucks and Panthers, man, oh man, man. yeah, this is. So, uh, I mean, okay, I would say yes, it's a landslide again, ninety-seven to three percent. But this was the exact op- the same thing last week when they played Pittsburgh, like the Bucks. Right. I mean, Roethlisberger is calling out Brady, saying he doesn't want to. Looks like he doesn't want to be there, which is quite possible. Who wants to go to Pittsburgh anyway? Um, I mean, but let's be honest, the Carolina Panthers are terrible. If Darnold's going to be the guy, even if it's right. not, they're all banged up. I'm going Bucks, but they do not look good. They need to figure something out. Um, but yeah, I'm going Bucks. <laughs> I'm going Bucks as well. I, t- Brady looks like he should have retired. He should have yeah, just went out. I mean, the defense is still really good. Um, but, I don't know. Their defense is good, but man, did they blow it against us? Like that last drive, right. the Steelers had four minutes. They they were able to drain all four minutes of that clock. That was disappointing. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy Joel. Uh, I was trying to help him in a survivor league. I was like, go the Bucks. They Jeez. the Steelers are terrible. So my fault, Joel. Uh, I owe you one. I owe you a few a few uh, Labatt blues. So my bad. All right. Now we got the Giants, the five and one Giants, by the way. NFC East second place or second place in the NFC. Uh going to the now disappointing Jaguars. Who you got? Yeah, so I think I was just I was saying earlier I watched uh, a lot of that Baltimore Giants game and it's yeah. like you watch the Giants and I mean Barkley yeah. gets a lot of a lot of attempts it's like three yards three yards three yards he gets a you know I think at the time when I was watching it was like a fifteen yarder and they're like oh this is the longest run of the game I'm like <laughs> so just it's just surprising that they're sticking in games and winning games yeah um, I mean both the Ravens and the Packers they came back late in the fourth quarter to win those games so I don't know what that is and the Titans shoot yeah. It, Barkley, I mean, I feel like, you know, I think you and I both have him uh, mm-hmm. in terms of, of production. I mean, probably one of the most consistent running backs probably of the year. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's either RB1, RB2, depending on your league, whether it's between him and Chubb. So, yeah, he has. Yeah. Uh, I, I was high on Jackson 
Jacksonville for a bit there, but yeah, yeah. I'm, go- I'm going Giants. Um, I think I think Barkley and you know I think that consistent running game I think is is the key here, True. and uh, I think they I think they'll they'll take it down. Yeah, it sucks because you were kind of seeing flashes of Trevor Lawrence. You're like, okay, this is the number one pick we expected. You know, now that Urban Cancer Meyer is gone, it's like, okay, he can finally show us what he can do. Right. And the first three games, it looked like it, and now it's that, just man, it's there's taking- still a lot. There's probably still a lot of culture there that's got to be built, though. I mean, this this yeah, is right. a this is a team that was yeah just completely dysfunctional last year. Right? So I mean, I think it's probably a lot to ask of a, that type of team to win more than four or five, six games in the year, right? True. So they probably are overperforming a little bit. So they're right there where they should be then, I guess. Yeah, they're probably on uh, track, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. But um with the Giants, it's just like they are. They're winning ugly, and it's but they're winning. And I think there's some crazy stat uh between your boy Kenny Galladay and like Canarius <laughs> Tony, like zero touchdowns. We did the math in a couple episodes ago of like how much money he gets per reception. It's like five million dollars it's absurd or something dumb like that uh so it's like how is their offense doing it oh it's all saquon barkley so i mean i hope he keeps it up because he's being right. a beast for our team so right. I'll, I'll go giants just right. on saquon barkley alone side <laughs> note there with galley i mean how smart do the lions look for letting him go yeah. that's the kind of move they usually make the mistake on honestly right. that's the kind of thing that they usually they would have overpaid because he had that good year and he was kind of a fan favor because i mean was he a third or fourth round pick? I mean, he wasn't a very yeah. high pick, was he? And uh, it yeah. just feels like he was kind of a, a, a crowd favorite. So that felt like a, a reach for the Lions, and they didn't. And it looks good on them now. So, I mean. Yeah, now they're actually looking pretty smart, which is kind of surprising. <laughs> okay, so now we got the Browns and those same Ravens. Browns, once again, I think we're being surprising early on. But, like, oh, they're actually not so crappy. But. Now they've come back to their crappiness. So on, on the back of Nick Chubb, which do you remember when we were talking about keepers, right? Remember we were like, "Oh, look at this guy! He's got to keep Nick Chubb." Which he didn't, Nick by the way. He kept Patrick Mahomes, and now he's looking like he should have kept Nick Chubb because I don't remember who drafted him in our league. But yeah, he's he, I think he's RB one right now, isn't he? Yeah, it's either him or Barkley. They're like they keep going back and forth. <clears throat> yeah. So what do you think's going to happen here? I mean, geez, Opita, I think that's going to be a blowout. I, yeah, I got to take the Ravens. I don't think it's going to be close. Again, it's hard to have any confidence in the Browns. Yeah, I mean, just from the Patriots game alone last week, it's kind of shown that Jacoby's gotten them as far as they can go. But again, it's right. As far as Nick Chubb can carry them, he can carry them far. But um, I think the defense has been a little a bit of a letdown. I know Miles Garrett had those that issue with that accident and all that, but he hasn't been the same. Defense hasn't been the same. Um, Baltimore, I think, should be all right, especially at home. I I I was impressed with that Baltimore defense, especially against the run. Again, I think Barkley is, you know, one of the better players out there, and they look solid. So I, I, I bet you they'll probably shut Chubb down this week. I hope so because I think I play him in a league. Yeah. So please do that, please. All right, <laughs> gross fat. You take this one. This one's gross. Oh man, the Jets and the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about Russell. We're not really quite sure if he's going to play or not. Right? We talked about uh, Melvin Gordon. I feel like the Broncos have all the players to. Uh, have a good season and they're just not playing up to it. And the Jets, oh, they they made my Lions look silly. Uh, somehow they got four wins. I don't know uh, how that's possible, how? but how? <laughs> yeah, um, unfortunately, I, man, I think I have to pick the Jets though because uh, I, you know what? Uh, I don't know. It it's honestly dependent on if Russell plays, which is crazy because he's been so bad. But I just feel like as soon as I pick the Jets here, they're going to come back to being crappy. Because I was looking at like the box scores, I guess. Brees Hall has been great. You know, he's been awesome. Um, But 
you know, since Zach Wilson's been back, it's not like he's been lighting the world on fire. He's just over 50% completion percentage, averaging like 190 yards. Uh, I'm hesitantly going the Jets. Oh. I kind of want to comment, but I'm going. Well, I mean, for me, so I, I think I had this one picked as for the Broncos, and I'm going to stick with it because I do think Russell is going to play. Um, but uh, if he doesn't play, maybe I would change this pick. I don't know when we got to lock these in at, but. Um, here we go. Mr. Contingency like Kemper over here. Well, if uh, their fourth string tight end is hurt, I might have to change this pick. That, yeah, that's like the backup quarterback. And you know who that is for you to decide who, who your pick's going to be. <laughs> um, I'm going the Broncos. I think I think, uh, I think think Russell's going to play. Wilson's going to play. And again, I, I think I said earlier that feels like a team that they're eventually going to snap out of this thing. Right. going to play halfway decent. I mean, they've got, I mean, Jerry, Judy, uh, you know, I mean, they uh, got Sutton. all the tools. Yeah. I mean, they got, yeah. I mean, I've got him. I mean, he, and he's had okay, an okay year, nothing like great, but right. Nothing again, I mean, Once again, yeah. it's like six for 70, that kind right. of thing, like seven for 80, like that's it. But right. Right. So for, uh, for me, it's like, they're going to break out of it eventually. And, and, yeah. I mean, what better time to do it than against the Jets? The Jets. Although the one good thing about the Jets is uh, one crazy thing is they might have the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year at the same time because Brees Hall, probably the runaway favorite there. And then Sauce Gardner has looked spectacular. Uh, I mean, he was rocking the cheese head last week in Green Bay. So, shoot, maybe he'll go to Mile High and do the Mile High salute, whatever it may be. We'll see. But That's at, that's at, that's at the Broncos, though, too. That's a That's it a – they were just at Green Bay, man. Oh, they were in Tundra. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Now we got the Texans. Uh one, three, and one going to the one and four rate. So technically have a better record than the Raiders. Uh, what's gonna happen here? My gosh, this is like you know, this is like when you're picking the uh you know, you're picking your New Year's uh college football bowl games and you're like, what bowl was this? It's like yep. Raiders. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've watched almost I think probably none of the Raiders. Um the no, Texans a, a little bit because I'm kind of curious about Nico Collins, my boy from, from boy. Michigan there. Yeah. Um, but uh I mean I'm guess I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I mean, I think both of these teams uh just yeah. Yeah, I mean, with the Raiders, they've shown flashes that they can put up points and can hang with teams. They've just had fourth quarter collapses. And so, and on the flip side, like the Texans have been gritty, kind of like the Falcons. They've been in just about every game they've played, which is kind of annoying. They're hanging around and then they threaten and, you know, they beat the, the Jags when we thought the Jags were good. Um, so it's just one of these annoying teams that it's just kind of unpredictable. But I'm going to go with the Raiders just based on the talent alone. I mean, you cannot have a team with Devontae Adams and right. be one and four. And right. it's not like you have a crappy quarterback. Derek Carr is completely serviceable, so they should be doing a lot better than one and four. And they technically should. One was a fumble recovery at the end of the game against the Cardinals, and then the other was a fourth quarter collapse. Like, they should be better than one and four. But it says if you can't finish games, you can't finish games. Right. But anyway, going Raiders, going Raiders. Okay, now we got the Seahawks, the three and three Seahawks. By the way, tied for the <laughs> NFC West lead. Can we just say? Uh, against the LA Chargers, who is Herbert fully healed? Is he? Yeah, what is going on with him? Right. All right. So, who you got here? Oh my! I like. So, are we seriously saying that Seattle is in the top half of the league? I mean, is that is that kind of what we're saying right now? I just it seems hard to believe. I I just feel like the NFL right now is just weird and upside down. It's gross. <laughs> 
I am a big believer. Yeah, that's true. I did across the board. A lot of a lot of teams just seem like you know it's just kind of a weird weird year. It feels like uh, yeah. whether it's you know from the running. We talked about the running backs earlier. Just across the league, it just seems like an odd year. But well, I um, think you're just saying like across the board, offense is down. Just yeah, offense. offense that's true. Just like, in general, right? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that the other day. You know, it, just, it feels like this definitely is the year where I think he, he, for a while there the the mantra always was you know defense wins championships, right? Yeah. Um, and I think when you go into uh, college more so than that's the case. And in the last few years, whether it's, you know, the Mahomes or, you know, Josh Allen, you know, I think, uh, Bray, I mean, the Bucks had, you know, good, good, uh, defense, but it feels like for a while there's kind of been an offensive game. Yeah. Um, but it feels like I was thinking just the other day that it feels like this could be a year where you go back to the defense, which like, you know, so what, like the Niners, maybe their defense might carry them. You talk about yeah, something, I mean, I mean, the bills do look really good and their defense yeah. actually looks pretty decent. So that's where it's like, yeah. So, Anyways, back to these two teams. Um, <laughs> back to these dumpsters. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how in the heck Seattle can, you know, after what they've done, you know, it can be decent, but I'm going charge. I, I'm a big Herbert fan, but yeah. it's just uh, – it's I, I wasn't a believer for him coming out of college, and he kind of proved me wrong. And um, I do like that team and kind of how they've operated. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm, I'm going to go Chargers here, and I think uh, that's – you know, hopefully he, he plays and is healthy, but um, you know who Chargers. I, I really like what Herbert's been doing too. I too just thought, you know, Oregon quarterbacks never work out in the NFL. They just, they never right. do. Mariota is probably the one that stayed the longest, but um, you know, it's not like he's been lighting the world on fire. So what Herbert's done, he's the fastest to, what was it? A thousand completions in his career, which is pretty cool. Um, anyway, what, who's been disappointed for me on the Chargers is Mike Williams, especially with Keenan Allen being out. Now, right. I right. think that was going to be a top duo. And with Mike Williams now being the lead guy, he's just completely disappeared. You know, we talked about kind of in years past is his consistency because he could have huge games, but then he'll disappear, kind of like Tyler Lockett on the other side of the field. Right. Um, so it was just, you know, especially watching that Monday night game, he literally was just locked up, just was not a factor. So if Keenan Allen is still out and they can lock someone up like Mike Williams just like that, I mean, it shows how much their offense struggles when they basically just give everything to Austin Eckler. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Eckler's been on a tear the past three, four weeks. Yes. So, just on the flip side, I mean, I cannot believe Geno right now. He's top eight. You talk about Aaron Rodgers, top eight. Technically, Geno Smith is your top eight fantasy quarterback right now. Uh, but I can't see him picking it up. I just see him going like this. And so it's just too unpredictable to, you know, you just can't rely on it. So, I'm going to, I too am going with the Chargers just because, again, on town alone, and their defense needs to pick it up. I think it's starting to show signs of life, you know, with Khalil Mack. Uh, that was a big sign for them. JC Jackson really got benched later in the second half. Hopefully he picks it up. So going with the Chargers here. Going with Chargers. All right. This could be an interesting game. You talked about the defense versus offense. Here it is. For, uh, right. The Super Bowl two years ago, Chiefs, Niners, classic offense, defense. Who's going to get it? Yeah. You know, I, I think my – when I looked forward, I think it was last week, maybe I was looking forward to some uh, matchups or whatever. And I was like, ah, 49ers might be a sneaky, uh, sneaky pick here, but then they just looked terrible what? last week. Yeah, what was that all about? Um, I think this team's better with Jimmy G. Um, yeah. But at the same time, um, I do think Kansas for, for a little bit there, first couple of games, I was like, I think the chiefs are falling off. I don't know if it was losing Hill or what it was, but um, I, again, I, uh, I watched them. Was it? Was it the? Was it Bills last week? Who did they play last week? They played the Bills last week. Yeah. Was that last week? Yeah. And just watching that game, I was surprising how both of those defenses held up pretty well. So I mean, yeah. is it possible that you know Kansas City has a halfway de- decent defense again? You know, it's gotten better. Year? 
Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. Um, after seeing what the 49ers did last week, I, I can't pick them, but they were yeah. going to be my sneaky. They're going to be my sneaky up, upset pick, but not after. That's the thing. Like, I, I I was in the exact same boat. They were kind of my sneaky pick. That watch out, like especially with the way the defense is playing, and if they can get the offense settled, which Jimmy G is kind of that stabilizing force, they they could be the team in the NFC. But then last week happened. You're like, what the hell? Uh, they give up right. 20 points to the Falcons. They were never right. in it. Right. So, and you know, the Chiefs, granted, they lost to the Bills, who's probably the best team in the in the league, but, and they were right there. And it's, as you said, the defense was holding Josh Allen and it wasn't until that last drive where the, where the Bills won. So I'm just going with the Chiefs just because the San, the Niners are just so disappointing. And right. I don't think they have enough offensive firepower to Doesn't keep them. Like right. If right. they fall behind, they're in trouble. So right. go on KC. Oh, uh, we got, what this is how we end these Oof. two games. Uh does that anyway. mean these are the two primetime games? Goodness. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steelers, Dolphins. You going with uh, Mitch Trubisky? Is he? No, I think he's so. He's not playing this week, is he? Does he going to start this week? Trubisky, not Pickett. Right? I thought I saw that their Pickett's coming back. Oh, I missed that one. All right, well, we'll have to get back on that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we might have to research that one. But um, again, I, I like Miami. I think you and I were talking about this, and they were, um, I think we were sitting around talking about who are our top, you know, trending teams. And, and Miami was one of them for me that I thought um, was going to be uh, yeah. a good team. And and so I'll stick with them. Um, I don't like that two has been out. And I think it's very, what? Real quick. It, you're right. Kenny Pickett in line to start week seven. So yeah. Right. So yeah. Kenny Pickett. I heard something that said if he's healthy, he was going to play, which was kind of surprising because I thought didn't Trubisky play decent, didn't he? Or, or, he was the one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, half, he led those drives to beat the yeah. Buck, so Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that they uh, so quickly kind of went off him, but um, <laughs> yeah, Miami. I, you know, I think I, I, this one could burn me because I have a, I have a decent feeling that uh, uh, Tua gets banged up a little bit and they just pull him and um, and Bridgewater's out too, right? So I mean. But he played the entire game. Like the, their third stringer played for like two snaps, got yeah. hurt, and then Bridgewater played the rest of the game and blew up. So, right. and I don't even know who was there even the, other, the third string quarterback. I don't know who that was, but Tyler Johnson was that the name? Is yeah. That okay. So I think it's very realistic. This could burn me big time because, um, but I'll, I'll go Miami. Yeah, and I mean, I t- I just can't. I have zero faith in the Steelers, and I'll I'll take if it's Teddy Bridgewater. I I I'm a fan of Teddy Bridgewater. You talk about a serviceable backup. I'm totally okay with him leading the helm at home against the Steelers team, which should are terrible. Um, Chase Claypool is probably going to be gone in the next couple of weeks. So anyway, I'm going Dolphins here. All right. We know you're taking the bears. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots here. So uh, we'll just lock it up. Lock oh it my up. Gosh. Uh, I'm not taking fields. That's, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm I taking mean, the Patriots. Yeah. Taking the Patriots. Heck. You talk about a quarterback quarterback controversy could be Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, man. I mean, Zappi is the first quarterback in, rookie quarterback in history to have his first two starts and have an over like a 100 rating passer rating. I mean, he's looked good. It's interesting to hear the kind of the turmoil coming out of New England that you know Mac Jones was complaining that you know don't have any tools around me. This is why we've been struggling on offense. And then Zappi comes right in. It's like I got the same stuff, bro, and we just yeah. won two games, right? So, Mac Jones major step back this year or what? I mean, I I thought for sure he was going to have a really good uh, year this year. I, and that's kind of what everyone was expecting of him. They're saying he was in much better shape this season coming in and that he obviously had the, the one downside was just obviously the change at, at offensive coordinator, obviously going from Josh McDaniels to right. the True. split of Joe judge and Matt Patricia, which was dumb. Um, 
so I get that a little bit, but yeah, he, he did not look good the first few games. Obviously he was hurt, but uh, I'm still going with the Patriots. They have way more talent. The bears are trash. I don't know how they have two wins. Uh, the one was just the monsoon game in air in San Francisco, or I think that was in Chicago, but anyway, I'm going Patriots. Uh, okay. But here's crucial for you, man. Yeah. Right. This how many points are going to be scored? Put in your tie break. The good news uh, I, is I never went one as low as what, what was the winner last week? Like 38? Uh, 30, I had 38. Yeah. Leslie had 35, but between us, I had 38. Okay. Oh, that's right. Sorry. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what you're going with? I'll let you go in first. Uh, let me see. This is probably going to be like, I mean, goodness gracious. Can Fields even score two touchdowns? I'll give this a, <laughs> I'll give this a, yeah, I'm going to go 21. Let's go 21 16. So what is that? 37. 37. Okay. So I was going to go with 39. So that, that works out. Yeah. It's because even if the Patriots score, as you said, can the Bears score? Uh, maybe it's a revenge game for Nikhil Harry. So he's just going to be so motivated to come out. Um, so watch out. Watch out. All right. So there we go. Those are our picks, man. There it is. It's all locked in. You get to see here. We only had two different ones. Or was it one? Was it just the Jets? Yeah, I think it was. Wow. And you chose the Bears, so two. Uh, so that was it. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, Kemper, right. we're, we're going to trust you doing your picks. Uh, don't listen into ours. So we, we're going to trust you here on this one. But, all right, man. Are you ready for some newsroom trivia? Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. So, in case, for those who haven't watched the newsroom, uh, you I think it was you who actually introduced me to this show. I think you bought, bought me the first season. And uh, it's actually really good. It's on HBO it's a it's literally a newsroom drama kind of the behind the scenes of one of those cable news networks and it's just really good the the writer creator is Aaron Sorkin who directed and wrote like the uh the social network did West the West wing yeah. um I don't know what else he did just a genius guy it seems like I mean I don't, you know just when I read about him I think almost uh it, to the point where he's kind of a weird dude right yeah. but um yeah I, Jeff Daniels clearly like one of those I mean just super smart I mean I think everyone thinks about him as the as the uh, dumb and dumber, you know, but that's right. uh, exactly a know, smart dude. Obviously, clearly a very smart guy. I mean, I think I, I think I've told you this before. It my probably my favorite show, and I just it's one of those shows that I think you can watch multiple times and pick up something new because there's yeah. just so many quirky, quick witted comments yeah. that. And that's like that's the humor I like, where it's just like quick dialogue. It's it's just always going, and it, and it's, again, it's it's stuff you might not pick up right away. I think right. I do have to kind of rewatch this show. It's been a while since I've seen it, so this might be one to to go back and rewatch. So it's good. So I know it's probably been a little bit since you watched it, but I do have some trivia questions for you. Um, I'm gonna go. I I think they're relatively softball questions, but it's also a tough show to kind of pick up trivia because it's like a lot of characters, all that, but. I mean, you watched it. I mean, you, you, if you do, if you think they're hard, I'm definitely in trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. In the pilot episode, when Will is on the panel, uh, what school was the panel held at? Oh man. Um, so first off, I think I've heard that people reference that as like being like the, one of the greatest clips. Yeah, in TV. Uh, top uh scenes in tv history yes yeah so i would say that that scene is probably what got me uh tuned into that show i want to it, it was it mit it was not mit oh i'll give well, you a hint it's okay. a big ten school it's a big 10 school yes so I'll give where you did a hint. he 
where did he go to school? No, would it have been where he went to school? And I, I can't well, spoiler alert, that's my last question. Is it? Yep. So if you want to do your two questions right now, where in the, in the show or in real life? In real life. But oh, anyway, so first question, where did the okay. panel take place? What universe? Um, Come on, man. Think of Big Ten. Prestigious. I would have been like a... I mean, I wouldn't have been in Indiana. It's got to be something out east, so it's got to be something like... Uh, not out east. Was it like an Indiana school or something like that? No, Come on, man. It what was it? the Wildcats of Northwestern. Oh, Northwestern. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That. All that right. Well, you, you're going to make me jump to my last question. So in real life, where did Jeff Daniel go to school? So, so, so your Michigan pride right here. I was going to say, I, I know that his son goes to state. Did he, he, did he go to state too as well? No. Okay. He was like a Western guy. I feel like, wasn't he? Your sister would be so disappointed in you. Central. He's a central guy. He oh, is okay. a Chippewa. Yeah. Yes. His, his son went to, to state and it's about the same age as me. So I had some friends really? that, yeah, I had okay. some friends who, uh, that, uh, were lived like next door in the dorms or whatever to him. So they would see him every once in a while, but. All right. Jeff yeah. Daniel's son. All right, so I'll give you a half. So far, I'll give you like a half a point. Of yeah, it. yeah. All right. What is the name of the news station they work for? Uh, and you can just give me the letters. That's fine. I was going to say uh, WCN. Oh, close. Switch the first letter. Um, ACN. ACN. That's what it is. Yeah. ACN. I'll even let you get a full point if you can tell me what it stands for. No way you can. Uh, I didn't look this up. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Yeah. Um, Shoot, I can't remember. Atlantis Cable. Oh, Atlantis. That's right. Atlantis Cable. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so what? They were part of a bigger family of networks, which was. Right. Yeah, how that went. Yeah, I can't remember that. But Uh, ACN. Atlantis, Atlantis. yeah. Shoot. Uh, All right. This one is just name two real world events that the newsroom portrayed. Oh, man. That was like the best part about this show is the fact that they followed actual real. I mean, the Osama Bin Laden one, which is one of the best ones where he's like. One. Uh, and he's in pain where he's like he, he takes was it like gummies or something like that what was he doing or maybe yeah. no it was brownies right it was oh, brownies. The brownies, has it. i'm wasted okay i'm completely baked what i had okay listen oh no, no, no. i'm not gonna let you down i know hey we got obama Bin Laden. I got that one out of my system. Yeah, the brownies. And so then they got to go and break. They were silent Bin Laden news. <laughs> um, that was one of the better episodes. Uh, I mean, they covered the election, which would have been, I mean, they were always covering the election, but. Right. Um, 12, yeah. I, uh, one of the first, was it the first seasons or first episodes when they were covering the oil spill? That was the first episode. And that was yeah. what I was going to bring up. So, yes, you got to right there. Uh, because that, once that first episode, it's and it's right at the end that that breaks out. You're like, right? Oh crap! Like that's yeah. what the, just Jim like, is sitting at the news desk or whatever. And he's like, um, guys, yeah. There's like a big, there's a big story it's happening. Like, why is it working? Yeah, that's just what was just so cool that like, oh crap, this was stuff that actually happened and how it kind of goes down. So yes, so yes. I mean, the Boston merit, the Boston Boston bombings was one of them. Bombing. I mean, that was a great episode or episodes maybe. Yeah, there was a lot of good. No extra credit. Oh, no sorry. Okay. All right. I'm trying my best because I missed a couple of softball early. So. <laughs> All right. So you got like two out of four. I'll get okay. a little round up. All Last right. question. 
right. so in that famous speech at the panel the why is america the greatest country in the world speech na- okay this is a really hard one name one of the only three things that the u.s leads the world in according oh, to defense spending like more than like the next like 10 combined or something the next 26 combined yeah whatever of which are allies yeah that's right yeah that's the best part of that Good um point. You're saying I could do more? How many do I get? I want if you. I mean, I should have just said. Oh yeah, I did say name one. You did okay. it. You okay. did that. I was gonna say, oh. Yeah. If you know the other two, I'd be impressed. It was like um, something ridiculous, like uh, mm-hmm. something deaths was some like uh, uh, incarcerations per capita. That's what it was. Incarcerations per yeah. And then uh, uh, believing angels are real. <laughs> That's what yeah. Great. I mean, I feel like we need to. You definitely should go into that clip of that part of that uh, of that speech right there because that's like the oh, best. Throw it up. <laughs> throw it up there. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well done. So hey, you rallied, man. You got three. I'm gonna round three out five. Three. That's pretty good. That's good. Can... Three out of five. Yes, and I, it really is one of the greatest moments in TV history because again, the question is, you know, he's at this panel at, at Northwestern and people right. asking a couple of different pundits, and they're like, "Why is America the greatest country in the world?" Someone says freedom. Someone says whatever, and he goes. It's not and then boom yeah. well the best part is he first says uh freedom and whatever you know he says or whatever and he's like no well i'm gonna hold you to a good yeah actual uh an actual response here human he's response like, the, my favorite part though is the, like he calls her a sorority girl or whatever he's like in, in case you ever stumble into a voting <laughs> or a voting booth yeah you, america is not the greatest country in the world it is not so yes great it used great to be uh, again, it's kind of flew under the radar. It's only three seasons. Um, check it out. Newsroom, really good. Yeah. Uh, all right, back to a little bit of football. Going to our run your pool uh, group this past week. So it was a close week. Kemper edged me by 15 points. Once again, it was kind of a gross week. Kemper got bagel from uh, Melvin Gordon. Um, again, he got 0.8 points, which is gross. Uh, everyone else is kind of solid. Cooper Cup did not have a massive Cooper Cup game. He was, again, got about 16, 17 points. Uh, for me, I got a big play from Justin Jefferson. Kyler Murray was pretty solid, but then everyone else is kind of average, so nothing really going there. So, Kyle, I'm going to put you in the hot seat for Kemper, and he can't be happy with me for this, but you're going to make his picks. So I'm just give me some uh, give me some uh, wide receiver two. I need, need the uh, best uh, wide receiver two guys here for Kemper. Yeah, really. I bet I could find Nate Burleson on this list. There you go. Let's get so, it. Uh, just so you know, Higgins, uh, Higgins, he's a great number two for uh, my <laughs> chase. Where's he at on here? So uh, just so you know, you, you, how this works is you can't reuse players throughout the season. So you'll get C guys are kind of blacked out like no Patty Mahomes. Can't use Gino. Sorry, buddy. Uh, no Gino. So we're doing quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, kicker and a flex and defense. So who is your quarterback? Um. I'm going to keep scrolling. I, I'm going to go lower. You know, I am going to take. I'm, so, this is a full season. So, eventually, he's got to pick. Uh, yeah. So, basically, 15, you have to take the top 18 quarterbacks to be played. Right. Right. Okay. Um, I think sure. I will take. You know, I think I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Did we already pass it? Oh, there he is. Okay. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence against Hughes. Uh, who are they playing? Who the Jackson? Um, already blanked. Anyway. Houston. Yeah. No. No. Anyway, you go with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, they're Giants. Yeah. Playing the Giants. Giants. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. You need two running backs. <laughs> two running backs. Okay. Um, 
I mean, yeah, Fournette looks like a great. I was thinking that actually. He's he's been. Did he have a good week again last week? I feel like the last yeah. three, two or three weeks have been great, great yeah, weeks for him. Okay, go on. Uh, I'll take him. Um, and I, I said it earlier. I think Aaron Jones is going to have bounce back. I'm going to take Aaron Jones. Did I pass him already? Yeah. Oh, there right he is. There. Okay, Aaron Jones. All right, wide receivers. Ooh, he's got a lot of big names out already. Ooh. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, though. Jalen Waddle could play them both. Do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, man, yeah, he's used a lot of good names here, eh? He has. He went big. Ooh, that, Ooh. Might, be that might be a guy against your Yeah, own. that's actually a great pick. Damn I'll it. take that. How many do I need? Two? Two. Did you say? Um, Get my mouth shut. Man, oh man, he's he's scraping the bottom of the barrel here with these guys. <laughs> um, go back up a little bit. I think we need to get a little more. Uh... Who are we thinking? Who would you, who'd you wanna? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Seattle guys. Still got I mean, it. I was thinking DK Metcalf because I feel like he's been Seattle with their recent. He had a quiet week last week, but he previous two were good. Yeah. Um... I was either thinking him or Sutton, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go DK. DK. Yeah. Okay. Tight end. He's used Kelsey already. That's basically the only thing you need to worry about. <laughs> well, and Andrews. Oh my gosh, Andrews has been just killing it. Um, you said Fryermuth is gonna be out this week. Is he? No, he's back. They say he's back. gonna be okay. back. Uh, Penn State guy, right there. Scroll down a little farther. Man, oh, man, there's not a whole lot. Again, you got to use eight of them over the course. Mm-hmm. How about just how about Gisecki? Gisecki? Okay. Gisecki? Yeah, is that, uh... All right. Biggest one is kicker. Kicker. Um, what about uh, what's-his-face is back from uh, Kansas City? Is oh, that's right. Yet? He's back uh, this week, right? What is his name? It's uh, Butker. No, yeah, he's there right you there. You want yeah. him? Yeah. All right. All right, flex. Ooh, um, he was smart. He already used DeAndre Swift. That yeah, so that was that was a good pick. I was dumb. Um, I still have him. Man, man, I don't know if you wanna. Um, L- Lazard is that? I feel like has he? Uh, yeah, that. He's not probably he probably wouldn't be in his wide receiver one picks, right? So that's probably a decent flash yeah, for him. Right. So all right. We'll take we'll take that. And then final oop. Oh. What? What did I do here? Oh, I already got him in there. All right. And then defense. Defense. Oh, he hasn't used the 49ers. Well, yeah, against Kansas City. That's not a good week. Yeah, not a good week. Oh, I mean Patriots. That'd be a great pick there. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. There it is. So you got his lineup submitted. So let's view the roster. So here we can see my picks as well. For you can say your picks. So I'm at quarterback. I went with Lamar Jackson. Who you got? I got uh, Trevor Lawrence. Wait, what Harris did I do? Najee? Is that Najee? Oh yeah, that's got to be it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Like I did not pick Damian Harris. Najee, talk about letdown. That was you tried to force me into picking him. I'm so I did. Yeah. So smart. So yes, I went with Najee Harris. And then you got uh, Leonard Fournette. I think having a bounce back, he's gonna. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been on fire. Uh, I'm going Damian Pierce, the Texans man. He's been good. He's been good the past few weeks. Aaron Jones, I think uh, Green Bay is on the upswing. I think he's gonna join him. 
I'm with Mike Evans. I feel like this is a revenge pick. Like he's just was quiet last week. They need to make a statement. Going Mike. CD Lamb. You know, the one thing I just realized is, you know, who's actually having a decent year, and that's gonna be for sure uh up against Lamb is uh Jeff Okuda. He's actually played pretty he's actually well. Been all right. Yeah, he's played pretty well as much as I didn't like that pick at all when they picked him number three. It's he's probably gonna, he's an honest guy, I know, but uh just I, I think that have a pick for a CB was a bad move. But anyways, uh, he's he's shut down Jefferson. He's shut down a few good guys. So I, yeah. It actually might be a rough matchup right now for – sorry, Kemper. But uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going with the guy who was huge last week, the lightning for the Niners, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, DK Metcalf for the uh, surging Seattle. Um, surging Seattle. I like it. <laughs> Gino Smith's going to get him the ball. <laughs> uh, tight end. I haven't used him yet. Mark Andrews. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> and uh, I am going with uh, what is Gasecki? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Oh, Mike Gasecki. Yeah, uh, I'm just going Ravens heavy with Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Justin Tucker. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Bucker for me uh, on his yeah, way back from the. As a good, as a good, uh, good bounce back week for him, I think so. Okay, and then I'm going with Travis ATN in my flex. Man, I, that was my that was one of my sleeper picks early in, in my draft. He got grabbed pretty right. quickly, but he's not he's not. I mean, that's it's been a pretty bad year for him, hasn't it? I mean, he just hasn't had the opportunities because James Robinson, who thought he was going to be back from right. his Achilles, but right. here he is. Right. Uh, once again, kind of a theme for the for the, the episode for me. I think uh, Green Bay is going to be a bounce back and Lazard, I think is going to be an opportunistic uh, wide receiver for, um, for okay. Rogers. And then I kind of went it against myself. I guess I made these picks a little while ago before I did the picks and pick them, but I go with the Broncos <laughs> against those jets. Oops. And I'm going Patriots purely because they get Justin Fields. Who's terrible. Yes, this is true. Okay. There it is folks. Uh, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of recaps getting ready for week seven, a lot of action. Hopefully it's not as many upsets as it was last week. Like, Holy crap. Um, oh, quick update of our do it bet last week. So we did a draft of the um, Seahawks and Cardinals game, which was kind of gross. So I had the first pick. I went with Kyler Murray. He had the second and third. He went with Geno Smith and DK. And then I went with Hollywood. So uh, I edged him. I won that matchup because DK and Geno got him a combined 18 points. And Kyler Murray had 15 by himself or 16 by himself, followed by Hollywood's 12. So I won that matchup. Huzzah. I'll take that. Uh, all right. Do you think we should do a quick do a bet for once again? You're taking over Kemper's spot. You want to do sure, that? Heck yeah, yeah. I'll probably. Uh, how much money is on this? I'm sure I want him some money for it. <laughs> that uh, we'll talk about that after. Uh, okay, again. fair enough. Uh, all right. Well then, hey, if you're you're on board, why don't you why don't you make the stakes real quick? What you got? Uh, the stakes. Um, I don't know. What 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 are we? Well, uh... what, the, what the actual bet is. So. Let's see. You want to pick a game? You want to do a draft? You want to do how many points are scored in a certain game or what? Uh, yeah, let's do uh, – can you do like a uh, uh, over-under type of uh... – We can do whatever the heck you want. This is your show, man. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, how about uh, how about an over-under on that, um, on that Vegas uh, – what was that terrible game that we were talking oh, about? Vegas Texans? Vegas Texans. What's the over-under on that one? All right, let's see. What is the over-under on that? Give me one second. All right, but if you're thinking, what what would be your number before I pull up the over-under here? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be like uh, probably like a 44. You're saying, so what would you tell? Well, I, I guess I'll wait. All right, let's see. The over-under on Texas 
or excuse me, Texans and Raiders is, oh wow, forty-five and a half. Okay, um, I'll I'll take the I'll take the over on that. You'll take the over, so I'll take the under. All, All right. right, so the do it better of the week is I think the Raiders Texans are going to score under forty-five and a half points. Do it, do it, do it. And I got I got Derek Carr feed, <laughs> feeding the ball to uh, uh, sorry blanking right now. Devonte Adams, come Devontae on, Devonte Adams, jeez, yeah, thank you. With some, uh, uh, you have to say, do it, do it, do it, do it. There do it, it is. Yes. Well, Kyle, thanks, man. Appreciate you stepping in for Kemper. We've got a recap, or excuse me, a preview for Week Seven right here. You heard it all here. Uh, Kyle not only had one different pick in the Pixie and Pick'em. Hopefully, Kemper went all opposite of us uh, to make it a little interesting, and I can reclaw my way back in. But uh, yeah, great episode. A lot of stuff going on. Can't wait for the games Thursday night tonight. And maybe Kyle's Lions can actually do something. There we'll we see. go. Thanks Bad for having me. So I uh, appreciate you coming in again. And as always, keep on folding. There you go.